Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to VSC. It's uh, 12 minutes after 8 and uh, it's time for the program MJC Speaks. And uh, uh, once again, uh, we have in studio with us representatives from the Muslim Judicial Council and uh, this evening, inshallah, we'll be engaging on the issue of women. It is Women's Month and uh, when this time rolls around, we generally, you know, reflect on, on the sacrifices of women. And I think we harken back to the t- days of apartheid and we reflect on the contribution of women make to opposing the uh, unjust system of apartheid but of course now we expanded to the understanding of the broader challenges which we will face in our society tonight inshallah we'll be reflecting on that but also focusing on uh, women not only uh, in in the south african context uh, as we understand it broadly but also looking at uh, empowerment and upliftment as a component of that inshallah i mean well uh, i have in, i'm joined uh, in studio this evening by mona abdul halik ali first deputy president of the muslim judicial council as well as uh, muali mahadija patel ali amira of the mjc women's forum and uh, inshallah uh, later on uh, in a few moments inshallah we'll be joined on the line by khadija weingard uh, she's uh, one of the first women to uh, convert to Islam or embrace Islam at Portable Prison and of course uh, uh, that uh, will be happening in a few short minutes inshallah I mean but of course uh, I first want to greet my guests in studio uh, Amona and uh, Mu'alima Assalamu alaikum and welcome to VSC once again Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Mona I think uh, to start off with uh, Mona I just want to uh, talk about this and I think in, in Islam we understand that women enjoy a very high status subhanallah I think uh, in Islam or Islam as a religion itself has given a woman the highest status of any culture of any religious grouping in the world if you look at uh, the status of women being expressed by the Prophet Muhammad being expressed in in the Quran there is a chapter dedicated to women subhanallah Yes, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli wa nusallim ala Rasulil Kareem. Amma ba'd. Qala tabaraka wa ta'ala. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Ya ayyuhan nasu, ya ayyuhan nasu, ya ayyuhan nasu taqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahida wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisaa. وقال تعالى يا ايها الناس انا خلقناكم من ذكر وانثى وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائل لتعارفوا ان اكرمكم عند الله اتقاكم صدق الله العلي العظيم اسلام ان او مرسل الله ان او بلاد نبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم in the teachings of our wonderful deen has not kept the excellence that can be achieved by women. As men has been given an opportunity to excel, so has Allah allowed women to excel. And when we study the ayats of the glorious Quran in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we find that when Allah make references to women, then that references is made with a divine extent of honor and dignity. There is no verse in the Holy Quran in which a woman is mentioned in any derogatory way. 
that particular teaching, divine teachings of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that divine teachings as taught in the glorious Quran, uh, is carried forward in the practical life, what is referred to as the seerah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, being the prophet of men. And bring the prophet of women, the prophet of all people, including the youth, including the children. The prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam lived within that divine guidance from Almighty Allah of honoring women, giving dignity to them, giving them the opportunity to excel, and providing them with such a platform where the, whereby the greatest objective that a person can ever achieve is the pleasure of Almighty Allah to gain the nearness to Almighty Allah and no woman has been restricted or limited to excel even in that particular regard to gain the nearness to Almighty Allah so when we speak about the position and the status of a woman then it speaks about that how Allah has defined it how our beloved Nabi Muhammad has lived it and how practically he has taught humanity at large how women should be treated engaged with the level of adab and respect the dignity, the values that relates to that. Now the reason why we obviously would want to speak about women is uh, Muhammad Fasih, is the fact that on the 9th of August 1955 a historic day in the history of South Africa when the famous women march to place to the Union buildings and that particular march showed the strength and the power and the contribution undeniably of women who have withstood the laws of the apartheid regime they stood like the palestinian women today that shows resistance in the front line against zionist occupation and like in other oppressive systems we find women taking a position where their voices are heard standing for justice standing against oppression and aggression standing together where their voices are heard for their freedom and Islam Allahu Akbar has given women such status where like men are born free women are born free and all of us yes are confined within the laws what Allah has determined for us. May Allah let us be of those. And tonight we would like to speak about how we need to honor and respect our women in whatever category they be. Be it, it be a mother, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a grandmother, an aunt, Allah has given for us many women in our lives.
they all must be treated as in the teachings of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as divinely instituted by Almighty Allah with honor and dignity and respect. They must be recognized like the glorious Quran speaks and Allah says, O men, and ya iwan nas, O people, inna khalaqnakum, I have created you. The, the female has not been created by another being. As Allah has created the men, Allah also says, Inna khalaqnakum min dhakarin wa untha, I have created you from amongst men and women. We all come from that Almighty Allah who is the sole creator. Other than that, we're going to take a break and when we come back, we'll continue. This is the program MGC Speaks. Uh, in studio with me this evening, I'm Abdul Khalik Ali, first deputy president of the Muslim Judicial Council, also Walima Khadija Patel Ali, a leader of the MGC Women's Forum. And then online, we're now joined by uh, Khadija van Weinugard. Uh, she's the first woman uh, at Portable uh, to embrace Islam. We'll be talking about that in a moment. So, yeah, do stay tuned. Did you know that during the month of Ramadan, the South African National Zakah Fund provides more than 22,000 families in need with sustenance on the day of Eid through your support? However, have you ever considered what happens during the other 11 months? The reality is that thousands of South Africans go without food on a daily basis. Show compassion. Show your Shafaqah. Make it your duty to support the Sanzaf Shafaqah Initiative. By signing a monthly debit order, you are providing sustenance to those most in need. For more information, contact our fundraising office on 021-638-0965 or visit us at www.sanzaf.org.za. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Sanzaf. Changing lives through development and relief. And action! Want to channel your inner Spielberg? Then this is your chance to prove your filmmaking skills and save a life with WP Blood Transfusion Youth Tube Competition. If you're between 15 and 25 and looking to launch your film career, then let out your inner Scorsese and produce an uplifting short film between 30 seconds and 3 minutes. For more info, visit wpblood.org.za and save a life one shot at a time. And cut. Excellent Meat Market brings you this week's Wow Wednesday Blitz. Fresh stewing beef, A class, 69 Rand, 99 per kilogram. Save 7 Rand per kilogram. And fresh tenor rice steak, A class, 89 Rand, 99 per kilogram. Save 8 Rand per kilogram. Don't miss out on the best Wow Wednesday Blitz. Valid at all stores. All our products are quality guaranteed. Or your money back. Excellent Meat Market. Committed to excellence. Due to popular demand, we have extended our crazy sale. After all, August is Women's Month. We will be selling a wide range of selected fabric. 
from only 9 Rand 99 per meter. That's 9 Rand 99 per meter. All trims will be cleared and selling at below cost price. Remember the sale starts on Saturday the 5th of August until Saturday the 12th of August. Find us at number 2 Victoria Road, Woodstock. Phone 021-801-2483 or 082-735-4314. Kwai Lapis, Kwai Prices. Kwai Prices! Kwai Lapis! Die luister na die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to MJC Speaks uh, this evening. And uh, I have in studio with me Mona Abdul Khalik Ali, first Deputy President of the Muslim Judicial Council, so Wali Mahadija Patel Ali, uh, Amira of the MJC Women's Forum. And uh, we also have another Khadija online, Alhamdulillah, Khadija Fan Weingard. She is the first woman uh, to embrace Islam uh, in Portable. And uh, yeah, oh, she's joining us uh, for a moment or two. And I would just like to acknowledge and greet her. Assalamu alaikum, Khadija, and welcome to Voice of the Cape. Khadija, are you able to hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I just want to ask if you can uh, talk uh, Afrikaans, please. Ik zal proberen, Afrikaans is niet mijn steekpunt, nee, maar ik zal proberen om te communiceren in Afrikaans, inshallah. Vergeef mij als ik naar Engels toe ga, inshallah. Zij is moest van die boelend area, zo mensen moeten kunnen verstaan. Welkom, Titi Khadija, en voor deze man, Ibrahim. Je hebt nou van Boutafasir heel om kan gevangen, man. Totaal, totaal. Khadija, Zoals ik verstaan, hier is de eerste vrouw wat in die portaval area moslim geraakt. Vertel eens een beetje daarvan. Ja, ik is de eerste vrouw in portaval wat moslim in Brijs het. En het is meer wonderlijke voorrecht. En het was voor mij, was het... Het is onbeschrijfbaar, because why, ik heb nog nooit zoiets geëvaren, wat ik nou geëvaren heb. En ik is dankbaar voor alle te alle dat hij betekent op ons pad gekomen en dat hij voor ons een nieuw waarheid gebrengt en een nieuw lach gebrengt. En zo aan, en ik is ook dankbaar voor dat wat hij voor ons gekomen doet. Ik kan werkelijk waar zien dat zijn hand is werkelijk waar voor ons leven. En ik wil, ik wil niet hier blijven. Ik wil, ik heb eigenlijk nooit zo'n moeslim te wees. En ik is heel erg bij dankbaar voor dit wat hij voor ons gedoen heeft. Alhamdulillah. Dus even ons gauw, hoe het die eerste, hoe het die, how did you become, how did you come to know Islam? How did you first come in contact with Muslims? Ik heb mijn man niet de eerste islam geïnbreid en hij heeft voor ons islam geïnbreid en dat wat hij gedoen het, moet hij zijn laatste doen en dat hij voor ons gedoen het en hij heeft voor ons gemotiveerd om ook islam te inbreid en zo aan, want ons komen uit eigenlijk omstandigheden uit een... Ons 
is maar net dankbaar vir al te alle dit wat het ons gedoen het. Alhamdulillah. Nou, uh, vir, vir hoe lang is jy al uh, moslim? Acht maanden. Acht, acht maanden. En ja. in dat die tyd, uh, uh, is jy nou bezig om, 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 om meer van die dien te leer, uh, is, uh, uh, en, en, en uh, het, jy, uh, het jy contact met uh, ander moslim mense, uh, en ek, ek weet, jy is die eerste moslim vrou in, in Poot Wilma, uh, is daar mense buiten die, 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 die gebied van, van Poot Wilma wat jy communikeer om meer van die dien te leer? Ja, definitief, daar is mense in Etland, de Saïda, en anti Mado en anti Farida hulle kom altyd af poortelik toe om vir my een bykie in te lig oog islam en vir my te motiveer en hulle hou my hand redag hulle hou my Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah en gaat hier sê vir my Iman was pastoor by Poetewol by Poetewol prison Ja, hy is vir sy verstoor gewees, hy pinsig bediening, en um, hy was vir 30 jaar, was hy christen gewees en so aan. Khadija, uh, ek wil sê, dit was uh, plezier om saam met u te gesels uh, vanavond en uh, ek, het, ek, het, ek is trots op die feit dat daar nou een uh, muslim vrou in Poortewil is en alhamdulillah, ja. ek wil sê dat uh, mag Allah vir u um, alle beterskap geef voor en toe, mag Allah vir u versteek in die deen inshallah, mag Allah vir u um, uh, gee uh, dat gee die, 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 uh, die uh, opportunity of die, of die um, kans om meer mense in die Poortewil area te breng na die dien van islam, inshallah. Sukran, sukran. Alles van die beste, inshallah. Khadija, jy nie op die lijn sal blijf vir een minuut of twee. En Khadija? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Geliefste sister, mashallah, my hart, dit bloem op die oomlik, dit vols vir vol, dat ons sister so ver van portable dat ons vir u het, wat ons handen hou hier so in die kaap. Ons is vreselijk tro- trots op u, alhamdulillah. Mag Allah van sterkte tot sterkte neem, en nabij in Allah hou, en net mooi iets voor en toe in u leven sit, amen. Ons gaan vir u morgen sien, ons gaan bykie, bykie later praat oor ons program, maar ons sien vir u morgen, ek, ek, sien, ek, ek kijk voor en toe om vir u te ontmoet, inshallah. Oké, okay. okay. is u alde? And that was Hadija van Weingart. She is the first Muslim lady uh, to embrace Islam in Portoville and the Shading Edge. And her husband was actually a pastor. And Alhamdulillah, he embraced Islam uh, recently. And she's been Muslim for about eight months. And I must say, I do apologize for my broken Afrikaans there. Um, I really need to start uh, um, engaging with the Afrikaans language again. It's been a, quite a few years, subhanAllah. But nonetheless, uh, um, I, do, I do hope I haven't, I haven't hurt anyone's ears with, uh, with Afrikaans. But anyway, coming back to speaking about women, and, uh, you've heard the voice of Auntie Hadija Ali in studio with us. And uh, we, we've been speaking about uh, um, honoring women. Now, Mu'alima um, Hadija Ali is the Amira of the MJC Women's Forum uh, and uh, they've been engaged in a lot of programs uh, since the, the, the inception of this of this forum or the reactivation of this forum by Sheikh Irfan Abrams uh, when he first came into office uh, at the MJC as the president. Um, and, and obviously, in, 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 when women tackle an issue, 
there's a certain dynamicism, there's a certain perspective uh, that they tackle it from. Uh, but of course, uh, uh, in honoring women, uh, we understand that no man can understand the challenges of a woman the way that women can, subhanAllah. So, um, in, 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 from Ma'alima's perspective, uh, I wanted to ask the question, uh, when engaging with uh, uh, women's issues, how important is that sensitivity? in being able to understand it from the from the perspective uh, and how important is it for us as 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 a community to um, address these issues on the level uh, that is required pertaining to to the needs of women as opposed to how they see it uh, in, in 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 a patriarchal society as opposed to where we how we as men sometimes see it Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. A big question, one that begs to be answered, Fasih. MashaAllah, yes. Um, first of all, it is, it has been, um, it is a roller coaster ride being part of the Women's Forum of the MJC. Wonderfully so. Um, we realize that the work of Dean, the work of community, really never stops. It only adds on, and we can only beg that Allah keeps us in the service of this Dean until death overtakes us. I mean, in terms of how we see the dynamism of, 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 of how women approach and men approach, yes, it would be different by by the nature of, be, of us being complementary to each other, men and women. It would be different, and the reason why it why women would see it in a different light is specifically because um, the beings that we are, the way we our, our primary roles and our, our primary objective that we have are linked in a different way than men. And as such, the sisterhood, that is what, what we call it in the Women's Forum, uh, the sisterhood that, that is created is one that should be created, first of all, for the sake of Allah. And secondly, that we are there when the need is there. And we understand this is a word thrown around all the time, challenges, and we have to have strat plans for the challenges. More than all of those things, we have to look inside to find inside that specific gift and energy that Allah has given us to be really the warriors of our time. To be those who hold forth in this day and age when, when we know that Islam has, is returning to being a strange religion. And glad tidings to the strangers, we are really in that time. And it is an exciting time to be a woman. It is not just challenging, it is a good time because we know that we have been vested with certain, with certain roles, energies, capacities to be able to, 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 to take up and, and run with the challenges that we have in our day and age. Not easy, but definitely doable, inshallah. And with Allah in the center of things, we know that we will be successful, I mean. I mean, inshallah, I mean. And then I want to speak uh, once again to, uh, to Mona and then ask a question. Uh, when, we, when we look at uh, um, the role of the ulama broadly in conveying that uh, important message, because as we know, we mentioned right at the start of the show uh, that uh, um, Islam informs us about the status of women through the Quran, through the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa through his lessons, his teachings, uh, that we, un- through that we draw our understanding of how we should treat women and Islam in a sense has given more rights to women than any civilization uh, or any religion uh, prior to, to it and uh, even in today's day and age it's more liberal than any uh, subhanallah than any other system that, that exists so when it comes to um, the role of the ulama 
uh, how how do how does the MJCC um, you know the 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 the, the ulama educating society around the role of of this this important being uh, in the home in our society in the community as a whole. Yes, it's a very important question, uh, Brother Fasih. And one of the challenges upon us as leaders is to be practical. How do I engage with my own wife? How do I engage with my own beloved princesses and my daughters? How do I engage with my own sisters? There is no better way of teaching and for a person to learn, but in a practical way. Now, when we speak about ulama, the wives of ulama are deeply involved in so many of the community activities. The moment that an Ali married and he enters into nikah, it is almost as if that wife of the alim has become part of the package of the services that an alim rendered to the community. And I think before wanting to speak in terms of how we deal with, how we teach and educate, we should be able to call upon the entire community to reflect and ponder upon the wives of ulama their contribution and what level of appreciation are they for the wives of ulama what extent of acceptability for the fact that when an alim is out in the community serving be it his five oqats of salah be it that he is faced with own challenges within, within his own community, within his structures that he serves, and issues are thrown at the Imam in the manner sometimes, in an undignified way that sometimes it's done. Or for that matter, he is just busy doing his khidmah. Sometimes people, they don't realize the extent of the alim and imam being occupied since morning and evening. Somebody knocks at the door to say, my sister is extremely very sick, she's about to die. That imam goes out there. So what is the point that I want to make? Our point that we want to make is that have an understanding for the role of the wives of ulama, the mothers of ulama, the daughters of ulama, their contribution because the function and the role of an alim is of such a nature that he is called upon by this very community that he serves. This community is called upon to say, honor the wives of these servants of our community as a starting point. The second point is, ulama, they continue to contribute towards women upliftment and they do so in many ways and Allah must preserve our ulama and our leaders in our community so that we can be able to engage with women in a dignified and respectable way the challenges women are faced with 
They require and need sometimes somebody is some person to bounce it off with. Now ideally, it would be that a woman faced with many challenges in her own domestic sphere or in her work area or in any other way where she she's faced with a particular scenario. Ideally, it would be best that she should be able to speak with a sister that can help her. Sometimes he feels, my authority is the Imam. And I wish to tender my pain and my grief or my worry or my happiness or my joy. I would like to share that with that authority. She sees the Imam or the Alim as an authority. She engages with that particular Imam and Alim in that particular capacity. It becomes the Amana. As an Imam in my community, my student or my uh, a member of my community engages me. I'm accountable to Allah first and foremost in the mannerism of how I have dealt in a dignified and respectable way with the, with the matter. And because Islam speaks, Islam, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one of the key areas that Islam has given the right for women is to be well educated. We need to have mothers, we need to have our daughters well educated, especially in the day and age that we live in, where women must be empowered, where they must be taught not only their rights, they must be taught their duties, but also what speaks about the level of adab and respect that, and the honor and dignity that Nabi wasalam has given them. The extent of their qualification. So, when they are being empowered by the beautiful education that is available to community and society, and there's no limit and restriction to the extent of their education that women can be able to go, then it means that we as teachers and educators, we who are authorities in our community, must be able to recognize the strengths, the contributions, the capacity of our women. And on that note, uh, Mona, we're going to go for a break. When we come back, we will continue. We're speaking to Mona Abdul Khalik Ali, uh, and then also we are speaking to Mualima Hadija Ali this evening in the program uh, MJC Speaks. When we come back, uh, some more on the on the uh, status of women and honouring our women uh, in society. Live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape, ninety-one point three FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to VSC MJC Speaks this evening, and uh, we're still in studio with uh, Mawlana Abdul Khalik Ali and Hadija Ali, uh, and uh, we're speaking about uh, honouring uh, the woman and the status and uh, respect that needs to be afforded to women. But then also some sad news. 
uh, of course, uh, uh, we heard of the uh, of the murder of Islamic scholar Mawlana Mumtaz al-Haq at the age of 64. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this happened very, very recently. Uh, but not just uh, some words around this. Yes, Bismillah rahman rahim On behalf of our Honorable President and the Muslim Judicial Council Executive and the entire ulama, uh, what a great loss. You know, the death and demise of any individual brings sadness. This was a great alim. He was a great scholar. And he was instrumental in molding and nurturing the lives of so many of our ulama in the Western Cape. He was the teacher. And he has given so much of his energy and his ilm to the imams and ulama of our community. So on behalf of the Muslim Judicial Council, and by the way, our Honorable Mawlana Mumtazul Haq Rahmatullahi was in Cape Town over the weekend. He was an outstanding scholar. He was one of the top people who qualified in Pakistan during the year of his qualification. In, uh, they have the Wifaqul Madaris, where it's a board examination across all Madaris. He qualified as one of the top students. In, in Pakistan. Rahmatullah Allah has blessed him today. May Allah elevate his status in the Akhirah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with all his education and teachings. One of the students was saying that he always he carried a bag with him. And his bag had the books of Bukhari. The most authentic book after the glorious Quran with him. And these particular people who in all possibility followed him thought that that was a book of wealth and indeed it was the greatest wealth Allah has taken Mawlana Mumtazul Haq may ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant sabr to his family elevate his status and may Allah preserve and protect us all and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection from the high crime levels in our country Insha'Allah, Amin. May Allah grant the Jannah to Firdaus, Ash-Shahid, Mawlana Mubtaz al-Haq, Insha'Allah, Amin. Well, the topic this evening is honoring our women in society. And uh, when we speak about honoring our women, we also have to look at the reality of society and the challenges uh, that face women uh, in the broader community in, in South Africa as a whole. We understand that violence against women is on the increase. And we know November is normally the time where we... Uh, dedicate uh, you know some energy to uh, speaking about violence against women and children this is a problem uh, and a, a, a scourge in society that has grown tremendously and we see uh, victims of, of, of violence of, of being 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 uh, splashed across our screens whether it be social media whether it be uh, the newspapers that we see and be we are reminded on a daily basis that women are still the target of, of severe violence so nonetheless uh, looking at this Mu'alima uh, uh, Khadija, if we, if we take this into context, how do we then begin to address, from a community perspective, address this issue of violence against women in the wake of, of, of all of these crimes that are constantly being committed and indeed, as we Alima has mentioned, even before the show start, started, the increase in, 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 in acts of, of violence against the women uh, in, in, in our country at least. Subhanallah, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Yes, we, just two days ago, I have to mention this, one of our newspapers had as a highlight, 
um, as a, a headline that uh, uh, in South Africa, in the Western Cape, that uh, the uh, violence against women have reached pandemic proportions. We're not talking epidemic, we're talking much beyond that pandemic proportions. And we understand, we can see it in so many ways that um, there is a there is a, an aggression that is being perpetrated in our communities that is creating a, a sense of such intense fear that is paralyzing to our communities. And when we think of how to address it, we have to first say we'll have to hold hands. However, we are going to do this because there are no cut and dry answers. And we know we need to have it from our from our spiritual, our leadership avenue that it has to come from there. But at our domestic level, at our social level, on all levels, there needs to be and there's a need to fight. There's a need to fight the crime that is that has been escalating, that has been that is creating this kind of paralysis in our country. And to say that the monomer of society is the home, and it is the place where. Mm. To, uh, to effect change, it means we have to look within ourselves at the individual. So to effect change, it starts with a person effecting change within themselves and within their surrounding. So we are seeking from mothers and fathers and daughters and sons and aunts and uncles to let's put our shoulder to this wheel. It is an unhealthy, dysfunctional um, circumstance when we talk about pandemic pr proportions of violence perpetrated against women. It is gender-based. It sounds like it is archaic, but it is right within our midst. So definitely we'll have to hold hands to, to fight the scourge and to ensure that we create some form of protective measure, not only for our own, but for our society, for our streets and our communities, inshallah. Inshallah, I mean, but I think uh, we're going to go for a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be into the final segment of uh, MGC Speaks this evening. And of course, uh, we will be uh, turning to Amona just for a little bit of nasikha, a little bit of guidance, inshallah, uh, ahead of, uh, the, of, of, um, of Women's Day. But also, I also want to then ask Walima uh, Khadija about the function that I believe will be hosted tomorrow, inshallah. So just stay tuned. Die luister na die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to uh, VOC and it's about 8.53. Still in the studio with uh, Mona Abdul Khalik Ali, uh, the uh, first deputy president of the Muslim Judicial Council, also joined by Amira of the MJC Women's Forum, Mu'alima Hadija Patel. And I think I want to go back to Mu'alima Hadija. Um, we know that there's a special function coming up uh, uh, tomorrow, inshallah, and that'll be uh, hosted by the uh, Women's Forum. Uh, I understand that uh, the ladies from We've been working very hard on this, and also in 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 line with honouring women. So, Walima Hadija, uh, the function I believe tomorrow is uh, a breakfast hosted in honour of women. Yes, inshallah, I'm very very excited we are. It is absolutely in history the first fundraiser oh. that uh, the the MGC has had, and we are really excited to be part of it. And I have to just put it out there: we started off saying it will be an intimate 200 people function, and we end up having a, a, a function of 600 people, mashallah. We are sold out, alhamdulillah. But more than that, the intention is to honor 
the warriors of our community. And that is what our, our theme for tomorrow is honoring the warriors of our community with the intention of, of, of affording the women who are there to sit back and, and just just ride out the, 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 the program, the nuances, the, the auras that we will be having there with the intention that we can soak up and go back and rejuvenate ourselves for our homes, inshallah. Um, I think more than that, the, the program is jam-packed. There's a bit of everything there. But ultimately what we want to say is that women are the aura and the glue of society. And when the glue is, has the right kind of consistency, we are going to have a, a society that is cohesive. So we are praying that, inshallah, as, as, as a jump start, when strong women are, are, are molded and formed and, and egged on, that strong families are created through it. And through it that we can raise noble men and noble women. Amen. Amen, inshallah. Amen. And then also, um, finally, uh, coming back to uh, Mana Abdul Khalik, uh, just uh, in a few words of Nasiha in this last, uh, should I say, uh, four minutes uh, around uh, um, and speaking to men and women alike in terms of the preservation uh, of this uh, of this tradition that Islam has 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 placed before us of holding women to a standard that uh, the divine Subhanallah himself has determined. Yes, so Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And the glorious Quran is absolutely clear with regard to when Allah says, Wa bil ma'aruf. How should we be able to live with our wives? The stability within that domestic sphere. If we, each and everyone, and our call go out on behalf of our president and MDC leadership, our men show the honor and respect to women. And O oh, women, show the honor and respect to your men in your lives. Let there be mutual cooperation and understanding between yourselves and amongst yourselves. Let there be an understanding where when we are able to rear within the domestic sphere, an understanding, a cooperation of ta'awun, bilbirri wa taqwa, when there, when there is an understanding that we each have a certain function and a duty and a responsibility, let us keep ourselves to that function and duty and responsibility. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his beautiful tradition, he has taught us that, we, that he used to go out of his way in that domestic sphere when he used to also undertake some of the de- domestic responsibilities. And to the best of our ability, if we as men can be able to uphold our women with dignity and respect and honor, then the world is going to show them honor and respect and dignity. In actual fact, women are never going to succumb to second-hand treatment if they are given the honor and dignity within their own domestic spheres. And therefore, even in the works, in, in the workforce, we appeal to every single one. Let us show honor and respect to women. The, uh, 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 no single woman should be ill-treated or should be treated in an oppressive way or unjustly been dealt with or in a manner that is un-Islamic. For truly on the day of reckoning, oh dear listeners, we are all going to be accountable to Allah for in the manner that we deal with one another. In fact, حقوق ibad, 
When we speak about uququllah, Allah is prepared to forgive the violations of that right of Almighty Allah. But when it comes to the right of each other, then we must be very particular and very meticulous how I'm able to fulfill the haq of my beloved wife, my beloved daughter, my beloved mother. And we should never take it for granted. Here in this particular instance of this Mawlana, Mumtazul Haqs, Ajal and Death, and daily, it's a daily occurrence, somebody dies without any notifications, without any sign of death, and never to return. It's then too late to say, it moet mafra for thee and for die. Rather, let us live in a dignified way, a respectable way, where we treat our wives and the women in our lives in a manner that is by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala justifiable and recognized to be accounted on my scale of reckoning, inshallah, to be my good deed. For truly the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam has said, the best of you are those who are the best to their wives. May Allah guide us all, inshallah, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let the women day be tomorrow a blessing to all the women, insha'Allah. And let us, Osma Dibke can frozen Uchis, insha'Allah, and we leave them at Makkah so that the order can be, insha'Allah. Jazakum Allah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Someone said some time ago that, um, you know, if it's Women's Day, why are the men also taking off? Why are they also, are they also <laughs> having holiday? Shouldn't it just be for women? Uh, but I think all the men are grateful for that uh, public holiday. I, I just wanted to make, make an appeal to all our Imams. Alhamdulillah, under the second deputy president's officer, Sheikh Riyad Fatar, a unified khutbah has been uh, already been put together. And the appeal to all the Imams is, inshallah, uh, that we should be able to speak about the honor and the status and position of women this Friday. We will circulate the that uh, khutbah inshallah tomorrow to all our imams inshallah inshallah shukran so much uh, my next son Mawla uh, Abdul Khalik as well as also uh, to Adi Hadija uh, Ali this, uh, for the beautiful uh, for beautiful nasikha as well for the beautiful insights into uh, this topic and may Allah grant that the situation with women in our in our community in our society and the challenges they face may that situation improve inshallah and also let's hope that the next generation will champion this cause even Amen. more so than we have inshallah I mean inshallah wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh